What's good, family? I got a special guest on this episode. But before I title that, I know it has been a minute since you guys have heard my voice. But listen, I've been creating so much and making sure so many great things is coming out for this podcast and this brand. So I want to say thank you to everybody that's following me. But listen, 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 listen. I got a special guest. We've known each other since what? 2018. 2018? God, God, that's crazy. Five years. If you really know me, you know she helped feature the song Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Listen, if you know, you really know. I got none other than the Kaja. You may know her as Kalan. Kalan Creates. Let us know what's been going on, bro. What's up? I've just, you know, I've been working. I've been creating, taking pictures. You know, I'm really glad to be here. I'm so proud of you. Proud of me. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us for being in the land of the living. The land of the living. living. It's been a minute since we have gotten on the mic, gotten in front of a camera. But we here. What Dre say, started from the bottom, but I'm here. But I'm going to say started in the valley, but we here. Started in the valley, but we here. All right, y'all, listen, dive in, because we about to tap in to perspective. All right, guys, so as we jump into this episode, get your life. Get your life. Y'all, we can literally not be together because she is so goofy. Okay. Take fine. number 17 out of what? We're going to do this again. All right. All right. We're ready. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to jump into this episode titled Perspective. All right. This is a song by Bishop Paul S. Morton. And I remember hearing this at church growing up. So go ahead and hit us with it. Have you ever heard of that song before? No. Really? Mm-mm. When I when I thought about this episode of Perspective, I remember hearing that song back at Evangel a long time ago. Y'all, me and Kaja, we go to Evangel. I grew up there. It's Kojic. And I remember my mom was singing in the choir back then when they sung that song. And, of course, by her singing the choir, I knew all the lyrics. And just to hear that song, help me to see me the way you see me. When I see pain, Lord, you see victory. God's changing your perspective to see yourself the way he sees you. Best in Me by Marvin Sapp. He saw the best in me. That was to God's perspective. I want to get that perspective that God has where I can look in the mirror and see my best. So when I jumped into the scripture titled Perspective, all I could help was to think about those videos when we went to the mountains. Y'all, I went to Blowing Rock about, if you saw my episode for God and Me, the third episode, you would see that we went to Blowing Rock. But in those um, those videos, in that that picture, all of those valleys, all I could help think was in the book of Psalms 23. What did he say? Um, y'all got to bear with me here. Chapter four, my bad. Psalms 23, verse four. He says, even though I walk through the darkest valleys, I will not be afraid. But when I look at the valleys, y'all, a valley is nothing but a low point between two mountains. I can't believe I just jumped straight into the word like that. But for real, y'all, a valley is a low point between two mountains. And when you're in the valley, you got to change your perspective. 
and to allow God to show you something from a different mindset. God said, trust me, let me get you there. Let me take you to the top of that mountain. Let me help get you the endurance and the strength to get up this mountain. Let me place people in your life that will help you get to that mountain. Pray to me for people that will help hold you accountable. Sometimes the people that is in your life that you think are your closest friends, sometimes your family can be the most toxic people in your life, but you hold on to them because they're family. But yet they constantly break you. But it says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, it doesn't say even though I get to the valley and I stop. It doesn't say when I get to the valley, I turn around. It doesn't say, yeah, though I get to the valley and I get confused and give up and ball in a, a ball in a ball and sit there and cry. It says, yeah, though I walk through. You got to make that decision if you're going to walk through that valley or not. But you got to have that mindset. You got to have that perspective of when I go through this, I'm going to come back up. The Bible says I look to the hills. My mom would say, if you ever get depressed, at least lay on your back so you can look up. You got to be able to look up. You got to have that mentality to look up. You got to change that perspective and look to the hills for which cometh my help. But what is that scripture that we pulled up? Um, Romans 12 and 2. Take us there. And it says, be not conformed to this world, but ye, but be. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm too goofy, y'all. We are but not. be transformed by the renewing of your mind that when you prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. What does that say to you? I personally feel like it's saying we're in the world because we were born to be in the world, but don't be of the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we're here. We have, you know, we have our flesh. We're here. We have free will. But what the Bible is saying is not to be with the world, not be of the world. Yeah. So I think it can be hard. I'm not going to, I said, I'm not preaching to y'all. I'm not, I said, I'm not <laughs> preaching, but it can be hard when we're in this world and we're trying to live for Christ and we're working hard to live for Christ, but the world is around us. And I think that is why it's so hard. And I'm not going to say it's hard to live for Christ because it. I love living for Christ. However, I think where sin comes in sometimes is sometimes you feel like it's easier. I thought you wasn't going to preach. <laughs> sometimes you feel like it's easier to lean into the world uh-huh. because you feel like doing things God's way is easier. However, like you were talking when when you were talking about the valley, it made me think you're going to go through the valley either way. So how are you going to think about it when you go through it? Because me, if I'm going through a valley and I decide I, I want to be, you know, I want to mope in it. I want to lay down in it. I'm going through the valley either way. I still got to live. I still got to get up. I still got to go to work. Some people still got to feed their kids. Some people still got to, you know. <laughs> some people still got to go home to their wives, husbands, things like that. So are you going to allow the process to process, as I say? Because I'd be like, the process and be the process be processing. Hey, hey. Are we going to allow it to process? Or are we going to mope into it? Because at the end of the day, everything I know for me, everything that I have been through has shaped me to be the person that I am. It has taken perspective. The Lord has checked me. Because there'll be sometimes where I feel like, oh, I'm I'm not really making it. But you're making it, though. Can't copy the behaviors of others. But you're making it. You're making it. Because it's easy to say it. Bills been paid. Car paid off. I'm making it. It may not be where I, I may not be where I want to be, mm. but I'm still making it. I'm writing my mind. Still making it. Still making it. Look, like it says in the New Living Translation, 
Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into the new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So everything you just described, how you just basically kept putting your faith in God. You kept trusting God. You kept understanding. You told me earlier that you had to learn not to lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And doesn't the Bible even talk about that? Do not lean on your own understanding. It gets ugly when you start leaning on your own understanding. It gets ugly. Because you can't do you can't do it. So you're trying to do something that only God can do. So we're asking, we take Wasn't ooh, it Renee Williams that just saying that song? Only God can do it. I'm over here. Only God can do it. We over here. Listen, listen though. You speaking facts because only God can do it. And sometimes God will watch your struggle. And he's like, bro, I literally just told you not to do that. Sometimes you, sometimes God will take you off the track to show you that he can create roads yeah. in the wilderness like he said in Isaiah 43, 19. Sometimes he's got to take you off the track to get you to that river in the desert that nobody but you has access to. Sometimes God wants you to be in an area with fresh drinking water. Sometimes God wants you to, sometimes God wants you to trust the wilderness process. God wants you to see like, hey, listen. Let me show you what is right here. You're like, God, ain't nothing right here. God said, trust me. Trust in my plans. And then when we finally get to the other side, we leave God out of it. How are you going to leave God out of his own plan? Let me tell you. When you start leaning, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to preach. When you start leaning to your own understanding, I'm about to go back to the Bible. When Moses led them out to the promised land, uh-huh. it would have took, what, three, three, three days? It took 40 years. Because they didn't want to be obedient. So you praying to God about certain stuff. God, I want to be married. God, I want a new house. This, that. But you're not allowing God to walk you through that process. You saying you trust God. But if it take you 10 years, do you really trust God? Do you really trust do God? Do you really trust God? If he say, okay, I'll make it happen. He don't tell you when. So now it's been 10 years. Do you really trust God? If you start getting frustrated, you start getting mad, you start getting angry, do you truly trust him to do what he said he's going to do? Do you truly trust God? Do you truly trust God? It's easy to say that you do. It's easy to it say is. that you trust somebody. It is easy to say that. It's very easy to say that you... And the, the leaning on your... I keep going back to the leaning on your own understanding. Because I was leaning. Okay. But I keep going back to that because... That is something that I struggle with daily. And it causes so much more stress and anxiety than it needs to cause. Why so? Because, so you start asking, okay, so for me, for example, God has to check me all the time. Because I will pray and be like, Lord, I trust that you will make this happen. I'll I'll be obedient, whatever you need. And I tell God, I trust you. I know that this this is something that you can do. Then I start trying to do it by myself. So am I really believing that God is going to make it happen? The question is, do you really have faith that God's going to make it happen? Exactly. And that goes back to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. Sometimes you'll never see God make his blessings. Sometimes you'll never see God in the kitchen creating things for you. Mm -hmm. But do you have faith that he's in the kitchen? In the book of Psalm 23, it says he prepares a feast in the presence of my enemies. If you in the kitchen with God trying to cook up the feast, you're not paying attention to what God is showing you on the floor. He's trying to show you that after everything these people try to do, when they try to sabotage you, when they watch your stories, when they were talking junk about you, they're going to still have to shake your hand. 
I want to I want to set up a meal for you in the presence of your enemies. For once, God said, let me cook for you. Let me show you what I can do in your life. But you got to have faith in God. You got to believe that God will do it. When you said that about Moses, how he led them through the Red Sea, they could have been out. It, and it's crazy because God showed himself so much in so that much. in that situation. So much from from Moses getting them out of Egypt. God literally, and I think about that story a lot. God showed them so much. He showed himself to be God so much, and they still did not trust him. Still did not trust they him. They still did not trust him. But you got a lot of people. I mean, it's it's a lot of different stories. But you know what I always think about in this situation too, though? I like to go back to Job. Oh my God, Job. And the only reason I go back to Job is because we talk about a lot of stories, but I don't feel like we talk about Job enough. God took everything. The devil tested this man to the key. He took his kids, his wife. How did it happen? What? How did it happen? How did God allow that to happen? I feel like he allowed it to happen on purpose. I, I feel like there was happened. purpose behind that. In the story, the enemy went to God and yeah. said, Hey, God, this dude, Joseph, you got down here? Let me tempt him. Let yeah. me get him. He said, God, let me get him. God said, Nah, fool, get out of my face. Yep. The enemy comes back. All right, God, now listen. This dude, he, if, he said, come on, yep. let me get you. God said, listen, you can do whatever you want, but you cannot take his life. Yep, you can't touch him. Took his kids, killed his crop, his wife doubted him. All of these people cursed God, cursed God. But not once did he get on his knees and curse God. He continued to pray. He continued to believe God. He continued to have that mindset, that perspective that God did it for a reason. When the Bible says that his wife told him to curse God, he was like, oh, that wasn't a good one. He should have left her, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, the enemy got in her mind yep. and told her to tell him to curse God. Mm -hmm. She was so fearful because fear is of the enemy. She yes. was so fearful of what was going on. She said, curse God. Yep. Listen. It's crazy because he got more. But listen, listen. Even when Peter, before Peter walked out on the boat, when they were in the storm, and Jesus was asleep. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand this because their mindset be elsewhere. But Jesus was asleep while they were in the midst of their storm. Jesus was sleeping on them, Kaja, while they were in their storm. The fact that, no, that will always shake me. <laughs> Can the you make it make sense? The fact that Jesus was peacefully sleeping in the storm. Peacefully Mind sleeping. You, Jesus knew. Jesus came to the earth knowing he was going to die. But you know, wait, wait, wait. But you know what's crazy though? They weren't the only one out there in the water because it said that there were other fishermen. They were the only ones affected by the storm, yet Jesus was sleeping peacefully. Everybody saw the storm you was going through, Kaja. But it was your storm you was facing. Mm -hmm. All you had to do was call on God. The message is, is that all you had to do was call on him. Mm -hmm. Jesus may have been asleep, but when he called them or when they called him, he woke up and said and what? That storm. What did he tell it, Kaja? Tell the people. What did he say? Wait, I can't remember, y'all. <laughs> Peace be still. I just yeah. That's... He said, be still. Peace be still. Peace be still. He told, yeah. I was going to say he told to calm down. Sometimes God will be sleeping in your life, waiting for you to call him. And he's so tired, he's sleeping. 
And sometimes I feel like, and I always think about when I feel like, I was talking to my mom about this the other day. Um, I thought she wasn't going to preach. <laughs> stop. Um, when it comes to, and God, God gave this to me randomly. I didn't realize that he did until I talked to my mom. Um, I had been talking to her about hearing from God and how I would get frustrated when stuff was going on because I've always been someone that would hear from him very clearly and I feel like over the years the enemy has really been trying to work with my mind because I hear from God you know constantly Wow. and so I started telling my mom I've been having issues I feel like I haven't been hearing from God but the Holy Spirit dropped something in me like when you the way to be able to tell the difference between hearing from God and it's your own thoughts the Holy Spirit would never te- would never um torment you. She would. It's not gonna be torment. So if you feel like you're hearing something and it's tormenting you, you staying up all night, you ain't you anxious, you you fearful. That is not of God. That's not God speaking to you. God says something one time. One time. And one time only. It co- it come like a why whisper. Do you, why do you think that the enemy got? How do you think the enemy got into your mind? Um, I think. Personally, it's about to get deep. I deal with depression and anxiety. And because I deal with that, I feel like it's very easy for those negative thoughts to come up. Uh And I feel like that is something... I mean, I've dealt with it my entire life. But I feel like that is the easiest way for the enemy to try to get into your mind. Because you have those, those dark spaces and those dark times. And I feel like that is something and it can be the music you listen to it was times where i had to change the music i listened to i had to change what i was watching all of that but i started to just i actually started quoting scriptures to my mind so when i would and i do that now when i have those negative thoughts when i have those thoughts that are not of god i put my thoughts in submission so you had to learn not to copy the behavior and customs of the world you literally had to learn to let God transform you into the new person by change by changing the way you think the country me almost came out. Mm. Sometimes things will happen in your life and a storm comes and changes your direction. And you can't have the same perspective that you had before because now you're in that situation. Yeah. So now what? And God be like, so you're going to talk to me so I can do it again. Yeah. Or you're going to ignore me because things didn't go your way. Somebody once said to me, what if I told you that there was no such thing as good or bad? Mm-hmm. And that it's all based on your perspective. That's good right there. Here I am with a master's degree in nursing. And I go to apply to this job as a nurse. I'm qualified. And I go in and they tell me no. Mm-hmm. I'm upset with the world versus changing my perspective and saying, God, you know what? I thank you for showing me that I was better than this place. But instead, you break down in tears because you don't know how to handle it because you have no faith in God. You have no trust in God because you're allowing the world to get into your head. Because you didn't get what you got, it wasn't for you, sis. Maybe they weren't ready for me. Or maybe it just wasn't for you. Maybe it wasn't for me. Maybe God has greater. Maybe he does. Because you don't know... What? But then, but look, the scripture even says it though. Like you said, God said, I have more for you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and curse whoever I will curse that curses you. I don't have to get out of character when somebody cusses me out. Because my father going to get you. 
David said in Psalms, God, if what he did offended you as much as it offended me, I pray that you handle them. I pray that you bless them. Sometimes you got to look at God and say, if what they did angered me as much as it did you, God, deal with that. I ain't even about to give them the satisfaction. That's like if you go to school and you put your hand on somebody else's child, what's going to happen when their parent get there? <laughs> Y'all get in a fight. Either you going to have a busted lip or they will. Somebody going to have a busted lip. But the point of it is, is that you have to trust God. Yeah, you do. You have to believe in God. You got to know that God will do it. You got to have that faith like David where he said, that word have I hated in my heart. Anytime David started to get crazy, he remembered that word. You got to have that but faith. But David also did cut up a little bit because he, he slept did. with that woman and killed her husband. Oh, David was wild. But David had David that word in wild, his heart, though. But David, but David was a true example of... He loved God. None of us are perfect. No, he loved and God. Everybody in the Bible had their own walk, their yep. own uniqueness in their relationship with God. And I think that that's something that we should really pay attention to as Christians too, because I feel like personally me, I always am so hard on myself when I mess up or when I sin. But that's why the Bible is so important because it's that reminder that no one was perfect. Peter was, listen, let me tell you about Peter. Peter was God's disciple. He followed Jesus and he had an anger issue and cussing issue. The man cut somebody's ear off and Jesus was like, oh, Lord Jesus, I got to go and put this man's ear back on. Right. So, I mean, if you really think about it, see, everybody talk about all these other people in the Bible. I like to talk about Jesus. And I talk about Jesus. Jesus knew that he was coming down to the earth for one reason and one reason only. He knew that he could have just been like, no, I'm the son of God. Get off me. But he didn't do that because he loved us so much. You better preach. He loved us enough to die on the cross. He knew exactly. He was born to die, literally. And he knew it. And he still took the time to get to know people. To I mean, Listen. The hem of the garment. Listen, y'all, she could preach right now. Listen, the hem of the garment is always going to get me because she didn't even touch Jesus. She touches him. She touched his him. <laughs> his him. I wish y'all could see her I right wish y'all could see me. The hem of his garment and got healed of a blood <laughs> issue that she had for years, y'all. She did not even touch Jesus. And that always gets me. Because it's like he was literally that powerful that all she needed was a touch of the hem. And it, he felt it from that him and said, who touched me? Maybe did she pull on it too hard? I don't know, but he felt it. The him. Listen, like I joke with my friends, I just need I just need my life to touch the him in the garment. If my life touched I'm the him, I'm good. I just need the him. <laughs> the precious him of God. Listen, I mean, I just I think about Jesus because he had enough faith to come down here. He still cried out. He was 100% man, 100% human. He still cried out. He still did what he needed to do, even though he probably didn't want to. He was cursed. He was beat. He was killed. Then got up and was like, yeah. <laughs> All for a nation. All for a nation. And rose and went back. And some of us still don't. Well, some people still some don't. Some people still don't get it. 
I mean, God shows himself in so many different ways. And I was just talking to somebody about this. Yesterday I said, God has done too much for me to ever not believe believe him. You know what I mean? It's just been too many things that have happened that don't make sense in the regular mind. Because y'all know I'm a psych major, so I think about stuff differently. But it's a lot of things that don't make sense. Talk about it. It's a lot of things that don't make sense because they're not going to make sense. Because in the world, God is not going to make sense. Because he's God. He doesn't have to make sense. He's a miracle worker. Miracles don't... Oh, I'm over here preaching. Miracles, to to the regular human flesh, like, to the regular human mind, it's not ever going to make sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's Because it's a miracle. Because it's a miracle. If if we could do it, why would we need God? If we could do it, why would we need God? Why lean on your own understanding if you know you can't do it? And that's what I keep telling myself. Because you're afraid to change your perspective. Yeah, fear. There goes fear that, of there goes the that word again. Fear. 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 Mm. Y'all, we'll be right back after this. guys so as we come to a conclusion with this episode after kaja just basically preached for a solid 10 minutes <laughs> and it was good i gotta give it to you you came you came with a word that even though you definitely said at the very beginning that you wasn't gonna preach that was the word. but i have a few questions for you to kind of pick your mind all right mm-hmm. now they're out of the blue mm-hmm. so please forgive me but the first question is what is your proudest accomplishment um, graduating from college. Talk about it. Um, it took me about seven years. Um, I went to a junior college for three. Went to, I started over at a, um, four-year college. Mm -hmm. And that year, actually that week that I went out there, moved from California to North Carolina. My brother died. So that was really wild. Um, Worked through that. You know, God was faithful, and I kept going. I didn't want to keep going, but I kept going. And a year ago, I got my degree. And that's just a huge accomplishment for me. That's beautiful. So my next question for you is, what motivates you to work hard? Um, I think... I don't know. I think my passion. Um, I'll, just, I, I'll say the passion that I have for what I'm working hard for, if that makes sense. Okay. If you could change your name to anything in the world, what would anything in the world? If you could change your name, what would you change it to? And why? Um, I would say Kalan, which I what I'm changing it into now. You know, he rolling his eyes if y'all y'all can't see, but I would say Kalan and I only say that because I feel like that is what God has like that um, I can't even get it out, y'all. That business that God has given me. That vision? Yeah, but like, yeah, the vision for the business that God has given me, Kalan came up. And I was just like, you know, it's kind of like Peter. I mean, not Peter. It's kind of like 
saw going from Paul. You know, I think I think Kalan is sticking just because it's something that um, me and God created together. And so, yeah. All right. So last question, what makes you happy? Um, oh, that's a good question. Oof, you're trying to stop me, y'all. Um, I think. Oof. <laughs> Let me ask it again, okay? <laughs> Can I ask it again? Ask it again. Just for y'all out there too that's listening. What makes you happy? I think wherever I go, being able to just truly authentically be myself. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And working through that, because that hasn't always been the case. Can I jump into this question? Of course. You know what makes me happy? What? The confidence God has given to me. Yes. Come on, confidence. Having confidence and being able to know and to have that mindset that when I walk in the room, I am that inward. You know... Having that confidence that God gives you to know that he is before you. So God already set in the atmosphere before I walked in the room. If you really watch the vibes and peep the vibes out, you'll know if you want or not. You will. It's not a secret. But confidence comes from working through. And changing your perspective to understand that whichever way it goes, yeah. I'm still all right. Yeah. God, I'm still thankful. I'm thankful for the fact that I got nominated. I, I'm thankful for the fact I had the courage to make this album. God, I'm thank you for the fact that I had the courage to start this business. God, I thank you for where I'm at in this business. God, I thank you for the, the, the decisions that you helped me come to. God, I thank you for the miracles that you brought into my life. I thank you for the unexplained situations. I thank you for the curveballs. Yep. I thank you for providing me with what trusting you in the wilderness looks like. The grit, the... the Get I just, I can't out. even get it out get because it out. it's just like. It's unexplainable. The thing that makes me happy is my confidence. Being able to just know. That's good. God got me. Or I'm good. Yeah. And it shows. If he brought me this far, he'll take me all the way. That confidence shows. People can see it. It's real. It is. But my question for y'all out there. Are you willing to change your perspective? Are you willing to go into the unknown? Are you willing to do something different in your life? Are you, are you willing to allow that door of the room you've been comfortable in to close finally? Are you ready to change your perspective and get, a, get out of that relationship? Are you ready to change your perspective and just go ahead and graduate college? Are you willing to change your perspective and try dating again? Try church again? Find peace again. Yep. Are you willing to change your perspective and go about it a different way? Kaja, the question is, are you willing to change? Yep. Are you willing to allow God to change you? Because God's like, I've been waiting on you the whole time. Wasn't it Deidre Haddon that sang that song, he's able, don't give up on God because he won't give up on you the whole time? God was like, I was still holding on to the hem of your jacket. We love to sing the songs, but we don't like to walk the walk. Mm, don't do that to them. <laughs> Serious. You no weapon formed against me. We love to sing. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. But yet, when somebody cusses out, we're ready to fight. You let it form. 
Y'all, he over here choosing violence today. I'm serious. We say Jesus be a fence around me, but do you really mean it? Because when he tried, you busted his fence down. Oh. 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 We love to say, help me, Holy Ghost, and then you're going to beat somebody up. Listen. The Holy Ghost was there, and you said, move. God said, please be patient with me. Not the whole, that's how the Holy Ghost to move. I'm serious. Sometimes we get angry and check right out. And we love to say, well, Jesus got angry too. Jesus walked into the tabernacle and flipped over tables, but he wasn't punching people in the jaw. But he was doing that. That was a, that's a completely different, you know what I mean? To, cause I, <laughs> that's a completely different situation because of the reason why Jesus was flipping tables. But people don't care. They want to pull an interpretation. Hmm. That's like saying Peter was cussing people out, so I'm going to cuss people out. I mean, that don't did. make it. He did, but that don't make it okay. It doesn't make was it okay. Was Jesus pleased? Okay. No. Jesus wasn't pleased. No, he was not pleased about that. You got to change your perspective. You got to change your perspective. You do. People think that when they go down in the water and they come back up, all of a sudden their tongues are so immaculate. All of a sudden nah, their life is so is changed. Y'all, choosing violence today. Listen. I went down in the water. God told me I, I can't eat McDonald's fries anymore. Then you eat McDonald's fries, you throw away the fat that you even got baptized. It ain't even like that. It's a process. No, it's not. It's not, though. It, it's definitely not. It's not. It doesn't come overnight. Um, Even, I mean, it, anything. Just because you waded in the water, I still remember that text message in your phone from yesterday. <laughs> I mean, nothing comes overnight. It definitely is a work in progress. You still punching my head two months ago. Yes, I'm. <laughs> that water ain't done but so much, but it's a process. And because you did it, I'm willing to go through it with you. Yeah, but you have to be willing. You willing. To, you have to be willing to change. And though. not broken to go through You can't through just it. stay. You just you can't just stay in it. You can't just stay because you're chained up. You know what I'm saying? You can't try to heal. You can't try to heal yourself to the chain. But it's always ten times harder. Because if you think about it. God, it's hard to heal in bondage. It is, but God is going... If God tells you to do something, he tells you that you need to go to therapy for this, you need to pray about this, you need to work through this, you're going to have to work through it either way. So are you going to do it God's way, which is the easy way? Or are you going to hit rock bottom and you still got to go... You still got to heal. Some and I'm people, talking from experience. Some people have to go to the rock. I'm talking from experience. experience. I didn't hit my head on that rock a couple times. Like, bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And God was still there. But it could have, I mean, that goes back to the, that goes back to the, what we were talking about in the Bible about the three days versus 40 years. They could have easily been there in three days, but no, you went on in the hard way. So all of them who went through there, who went through that, who went through slavery, all that, they didn't even get to see the promised land because they was disobedient. So are you going to do it God's way? Because you could be asking, for example, you're talking about dating, you're talking about, you know, we're talking about houses, whatever. You could be asking for that. But if you aren't obedient, you think God going to send that? He didn't tell you to leave that man. And you're still talking to him. But you think he, you think God going to send your husband? How your husband going to find you? You over here broken from the man God told you to leave. So how 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 you how you going to get married? How are you going to have a kingdom marriage? And you over here messing with a man you know. You shouldn't be messing with Somebody it. just told me to tell you to shut up because <laughs> you on their head. God told you he's a no. Somebody, God sent every just, sign. Somebody listening to this is saying, girl, if God you don't shut sent up. every sign that she is not okay. God said no. 
and you still doing it. But I get, but yeah, I still went and chased after this. But you praying, but but in the same breath. Oh, in the same, talking to me. In the same breath, you praying, God, I want a kingdom marriage. This is what I want. This is what I need, Lord. But you have not done what He's, and I'm talking to myself because I've been there. I'm not there now, but I've been there. Listen, I thought we were ending this in questions, and she didn't preach again. At this point, my cop, my 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 question is: Is this talks with Kaja, or talks with this? Listen, I'm just this. This is God, but this y'all y'all don't understand that this is not only blessing him, but it's blessing me, because this is stuff that God has been working through, working working with. You know, He's been working through. I've been working a lot to change some ways and change my perspective. All I gotta say is for you guys out here listening. Maybe you need to change your point of view on the situation you're going through in your life right now. Maybe you have to take yourself out of the equation and look at it as if you're talking to yourself. If you knew somebody going through what you're going through, what would you tell them? Now apply that to yourself. Mm. Real talk. Are you going to trust God? Are you really going to trust God? Are you going to be obedient? Are you going to be obedient? Because you could trust God. And not be obedient. But are you going to do what he's telling you to do? Are you? Whether it's easier or whether it's not. Whose direction are you leaning in? It's never going to be Whose easy. side are you on? Are you going to be hot or are you going to be cold? Mm. We don't have time for that lukewarm. It takes too long. Do you really hot want or cold? what God has for you? Do you want what God has for you? Because if you really want it, you're going to be obedient to what he tells you to do. Because I'm chasing after it, God no matter what I do. Don't make me preach, y'all. Don't, don't make me take over this man's podcast. We we done. Oh, that's great, man. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> don't if only y'all could see. Don't make me. Mm-mm. Cause I can go in. Yo, when we sat down, we came out to eat y'all at Mimi's Cafe here in Greensboro. And um the first thing she said when she sat down before I really could get anything out was, I just wanna let you know right now. <laughs> Ain't that what you said? I'm just gonna let you know right now that I'm not gonna preach. She preached about five times at the table to me. <laughs> about two times before this podcast episode started. And then about 25,000 times on the podcast. And then you told the people that you weren't going to preach. I didn't been through some stuff. It's like when the Holy Ghost come through, he's like, right, let me just, let me just talk. Let me share. Let me, let me do it. Yeah. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. Wasn't it Dorinda Clark Cole that said, I would have slapped somebody <laughs> in their face. I think a lot of people would have slapped somebody in their face. But I thank God. For the Holy Ghost. They need to thank God for the Holy Ghost. That's my grandma Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Oh, oh. Holy Ghost. See, y'all, we go through this every time. Holy Ghost. Come on. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Oh, oh. Holy Ghost. Ghost. Dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> every time, every time, every time. Song. 
You act like we ain't ever recorded this before. <laughs> it's been five years, <laughs> and I still remember the song. Y'all, every time. Even when we oh, holy ghost. Holy Ghost. Yeah, he's trying to teach me. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> I was trying to follow you. Ready? I've got it. 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 Oh, 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 Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> I got it. Okay, you ready? Okay. I've got the Holy Ghost. Do, 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 do. Holy Ghost. Do, 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 do. Holy Ghost. Do, 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 do. Holy Ghost. 